Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. The research that we're working on right now is to try to estimate the spike that we anticipate seeing for mental health services due to COVID-19. We're already seeing a lot of information about things like increases in calls to mental health hotlines and other indicators of increased demand. The question really is how to position our mental health workforce to respond. This is a workforce that is already too few in number and inadequately distributed to sufficiently meet mental health needs in our country. Now we have substantially increased demand. So what do we need to know about provider supply and how to flex and surge the workforce in order to meet that demand? We know that mental health and substance use disorder services increase not just during times of crisis, but also after. While we're in the recovery stage, mental health needs are likely to stay very high. In other words, the public health emergency and the disaster declaration will eventually expire, but the mental health emergency will remain. Part of the purpose for this study is to try to inform what types of policy measures used to support workforce capacity right now should continue to exist when we're in the stage of pandemic recovery so that we don't restrict the ability of providers to meet that demand. I think the key takeaway is that we need more attention on the mental health crisis that underlies the COVID-19 pandemic. We're in a paradoxical situation where the healthcare sector both has extensively overstretched segments of the workforce and has seen other segments suffer furlough or job loss. In behavioral health, we have a similar situation where we have a need for more mental health services, yet are seeing providers experience job loss and services being cut in some areas due to revenue shortfall. So this adds a layer of complexity to the supply and demand problem. We hope to add to the evidence base so that data-informed solutions can be generated to help solve this problem. There are major strains on the frontline healthcare workforce, and they tend to be related to having sufficient number of workers deployed to the areas of greatest need, having sufficient personal protective equipment, and having enough COVID-19 testing to make sure frontline providers have adequate access to that testing themselves. The supply chain for some of these items has gotten a little bit better, although not uniformly throughout the country. Many federal funding regulations and state licensing regulations have been modified during the pandemic to support workforce flexing and surging, so that also helps with some of the strain. That being said, we are not close to out of the woods with the COVID-19 response. So keeping up the pace required for this response is an incredible strain on providers. We should be concerned about fatigue, about burnout, and mental health needs of our frontline healthcare workforce. I think people should know that frontline healthcare providers have been really incredible in their response to this pandemic under difficult system strains. The more we as a general public adopt public health measures like staying home and using face masks, having good hand hygiene, the more we help healthcare workforce capacity. It's also important to consider how this situation impacts the healthcare workforce pipeline. We need a strong pipeline, and to the extent that some of these challenges and strains we're seeing on this workforce leads people to either leave the field or choose a different field of employment is really concerning. So we need to monitor and support the current healthcare workforce and also have an eye toward the future workforce and how capacity will be impacted down the road. The last thing that I would mention is that times of emergency like this often expose and exacerbate cracks in the system, healthcare inequities, and strains on capacity. 
how effectively and innovatively we respond determines how well we'll control this pandemic and prepare for the next crisis. We have seen changes made to the healthcare system from a workforce capacity perspective that were never considered viable before, despite some indication that they would help with access to care. Telehealth is a good example of this. Much of the nation's healthcare delivery moved to telehealth essentially overnight. We should use this period to really study these changes, determine which ones of them are effective and evidence-based, and ensure that we don't completely go back to the way things were pre-COVID-19. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.